welcome to the Ditch That Textbook podcast, a daily show to equip, inform, and inspire educators to teach with less reliance on the textbook through technology, creativity, and innovation. I'm your host, Matt Miller. Let's get started. This is episode 76 of the Ditch That Textbook podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. I am still here at Strongsville Middle School, still in Strongsville, Ohio, near Cleveland. And I am sitting here with Mike Pennington. It was funny because I saw him across the room and I was like, hey, I know you, or at least I sort of know you, but now I finally got to meet face to face. Um, So Mike got to do something. We're going to reminisce a little bit. Um, He got to do something with a fellow colleague that I think is really cool, but we'll get into the details in a second. Mike, do you want to tell them like a sentence or two who you are and what you do? Sure. So Mike Pennington, right now I am the Director of Curriculum and Technology Integration for Independence Local Schools. Uh, and mostly what we're going to talk about is when I was a 7th grade world history teacher at Chardon Local Schools. Awesome. Very good. Yeah, so he already knows the direction we're going with this. Um, so I I was kind of clued into what, what he and a fellow teacher, Garth Holman, where does Garth teach these days? Uh, he's still at Beachwood Middle School. Beachwood Middle yep. School. Okay. Um, and so... Uh, both social studies teachers and you did student teaching under Garth, right? Correct. He's much older than I am. I like <laughs> to point that out anytime I do an interview. Yeah, so I student taught with Garth and that's how we kind of got connected. Yeah, cool. And so one of the things that you guys did that I thought was really interesting was that you moved to a different school, uh, got, got a full-time time job teaching, and um, you guys decided that your rapport was good, you worked well together, and you wanted to keep it going, but you were in two different school districts, and you figured out a way to make that work. So can you tell everybody how that kind of worked? Yeah, so when I was student teaching, we started working with kids designing their own online textbook. And again, we used textbook because we didn't really know what else to call it, and we knew that would be something that could sell. Mm -hmm. Uh, It went so well that summer, we actually went to Disney World together with our families. Uh, and as I got my job, we realized that we were better teachers together than yeah. separately. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so I went to a district that was the complete opposite tech-wise. Garth was in a one-to-one Mac district. Uh-huh. Uh, I was coming to a one computer lab to one building district. Yeah. Uh, and so we started to think about ways to combine what we were doing. And that was back in 2007. So that mm-hmm. was pre-Google. Yeah. That yeah. was Skype was just coming out, uh-huh. uh, and that really opened the door. The idea of video conferencing is really what made it possible. Yeah. Um, and then our kids were able to see each other, mm-hmm. which was the first goal. I know this morning you talked about when your students could see kids from another country. Yeah. It wasn't so much about the differences, but the similarities. Yeah. So I, Chardon, part of Chardon District is very rural. Mm-hmm. Beachwood's almost all professional, almost urban. Yeah. So for our kids to see their kids, first it was, why do they have MacBooks and we don't? And then <laughs> yeah. it was, oh, they have the same haircuts as we do. Oh, they play the same sports as we do. Uh-huh. Uh, we had a few kids on travel teams that actually knew each other outside oh, wow. of school. That's cool. So that broke the barrier down of the fact that we were just here to learn. We weren't here yeah. to judge or to decide who had yeah. or who didn't have. Uh, And then the kids, yeah, it started with students teaching students, and then it grew into uh, blog buddies and reading each other's work over long amounts of time to the online textbook, which is, I think, 10 years and going strong now, Uh and four or five other schools have have done things with it. Mm -hmm. But for me, and I think for Garth as professionals, we weren't alone in our classroom anymore. It wasn't how am I preparing for tomorrow, it's what are we doing for tomorrow. And that... I mean, you think back to inclusion and co-teaching and that model. And for some reason, we see co-teaching as sped ed. 
Right. And then we put all this pressure on our regular classroom teachers to differentiate. Mm -hmm. Well, our sped ed people are trained in differentiation. Sure. They should just be in regular classrooms as regular classrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of my soapbox. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And there's, I, I had so many questions to ask you and you actually addressed most of them, yeah. which is, which is awesome. There's so many things I like about this that you're not teaching by yourself and that if one of you feels a little more confident in teaching about something, then you can lead it or you can let the students lead. I mean, what were some of the, what were like some of those instructional or professional benefits from being able to do this? Wow. Well, I, I think that goes back to the student teaching part. And I was always kind of more of a techie nerd yeah. than Garth. Garth was always more idea guy, big picture. Sure. And so when I came in, Garth had someone who could almost do that grunt work of making things work. Mm -hmm. uh, students could come up with ideas. Garth could visualize what that looked like as a curriculum. And then I could make it work in the background. Yeah. Uh, and then as I learned more about pedagogy and teaching, it became more about what could Garth and I create in the background to let the kids just go and do. Right. Uh, and that led to eventually we came up with a, a self-sustained learning unit on the Middle Ages where mm -hmm. we created, lack of a better term, a web quest. It was yeah. about a 10-week thing yeah. where we could just put on there and then all of a sudden Garth and I could just individually assess kids on a daily basis. Oh, that's awesome. So it was all small group work. It was being able to rotate yeah. around a room. Yeah. Uh, and it, it changed what it meant to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, especially when you look at teacher prep programs now. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, standards are important, and we're a tested district, and we had mm -hmm. testing and all those things, but we were able to eliminate grading on almost everything. Uh, and we were able to allow kids to do things that were passion-based. Mm -hmm. And it was still world history. Yeah. And we covered two, 3,000 years of world history. So having two people that could know things was really helpful. Yes. Um, but then, you know, the light bulb comes on that if, if I could connect with Garth, why can't we connect to a college? Why sure. can't we connect to another school district? Sure. So it became more of, it's almost like we were a booking agency and we were booking experts to talk to our kids. Yeah. And that, that's great. Like I think of conferences like this and how there aren't kids here. Yeah. And I think of conferences that do have kids involved now. Alan November and his Building Learning Communities Conference in Boston, they invite kids out and they have kids do some of the lectures. And, oh, that's cool. and so you see that interaction. Yeah. Now me, I'm like, oh my God, how do I manage kids on a field trip like <laughs> right. to the zoo? Yeah. Um, but again, that's that other part of pulling in them as an expert and giving them a voice, which yeah. is really, it's really what's gonna be important, I think, what the legacy of it's gonna be. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is awesome. Um, okay, so if, um, if somebody wanted to reach out to you and ask questions or something, you have like Twitter, or email, or what's the best way to reach you? Yeah, I was late to Twitter, but I'm a huge fan. Late, it was like five years ago. <laughs> right. uh, so I'm at Professor Mike and the number one uh -huh. uh, on there. And email wise, you can always reach me. I'm trying to think of the best email. Uh, you don't have to, okay, then I won't. Okay. I was like, how many millions of people are going to email me? Right, now? yeah. But Not Twitter's so the best way because I'm on there all the time. Yeah, so. yeah. Because I think really my mom listens to this, and other than that, I, I don't really know. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, Mike, this has been awesome. Thank you. Oh, no problem. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Ditch That Textbook podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love it, be sure to leave a review and rating on iTunes to help others find a show. Thanks for listening and happy ditching.